viewership. But as they look through the viewership, Lord, we have the fellowship. And as we fellowship together, we fellowship around your word. And we thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. So as we go through this, Lord, we just pray that you will be glorified. Great is your faithfulness. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, my, my uh, whole thrust, remember when we, when we talk about uh, the thing I gave you, a track, faith, family, finances, fitness, and friends. And uh, we start off with faith. And we're right now in the segment of faith. If you don't have, again, if you don't have the proper concept, if a believer does not know how to do that, you're, you're constantly hearing them complaining about what happened yesterday, what happened today, and uh, and, on, and, on, and you keep hearing the sad stories. I understand. I get it. I, trust, trust me. I get that. Every, every day I try to do it. Every day I listen to Joni uh, Erickson Tata as she talks about all those. And some of the things that people are going through is beyond my imagination. And yet still, they're still rejoicing and still witnessing. And so I was saying, boy, I, I think it's important for us to understand something. We, when we understand who we are, I mean, really know who we are. Then when the Lord tells us to do something, do it. And so that's why I'll title this, uh, this morning in Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8, is keep knocking. Keep knocking. One thing I know about God won't, God will not tell you to stop. <laughs> he wants you to keep knocking. So let's go forward then in um, looking at the verse and what have you when we talk about uh, the whole idea of keep knocking. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Here's a condition. For everyone who asks, if you don't ask, forget it. And the one who seeks, if you're not seeking, forget it. And the one who knocks, it will be open. Everybody on the same page? Okay, so then God, here's what, the, here's what the Lord Jesus Christ is saying. These are red letter words. Some folks put those in at a later date, but they put the red letters words. If you, you have to knock, you have to seek, and then you, you have to uh, uh, seek, I'm sorry, ask, seek, and find. We'll do, do that. Ask, seek, and find. Okay, oh, okay. I'll, I'll get, matter of fact, I'll look right at it. Ask. Seek and knock. Last week, we spoke on being accepted by God and the blessings and responsibility attached to it. Now that we are in God's inner circle, that's where we are now, forever, we must realize that our petition, attitude, and approach are directly linked and affect, affected by our concept of God, of who God is. That's why we have a small theology you act like God, God is too small to handle this, and then you try to handle it yourself. You do stuff and then ask God to bless it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, it doesn't work that way. 
God said, no, you directly in sync with me. Everything you do must start from me and then it'll work out and I'm with you. If you do it on your own, you have to ensure it. But if I do it, you ensure. You might have setbacks, you may have disappointments, just hang in there because I'm with you all the way. The worst situation is to be, uh, to be in is to have a legitimate need but lack the proper knowledge to get it resolved. And each one of us in our congregation, we have some legitimate needs. Do you, do you know how to resolve it? Telling your friends about it, only give them the information. They can't resolve it. Only God. There's a song that says, uh, do you have any rivers you know, that seems uncrossable uh, un and mountains you cannot uh, tunnel through? God specializes and he can do what no other power can do. Amen. And so I think that is so important as we keep this in mind, moving along in our time together. The standard of procedure in getting answers to uh, your prayers, and we have two things. Here's the outline. Follow the proper procedure. Now, I know that this is insulting. Okay, but please bear with me. Repeat that to me. Follow the proper procedure. If you don't do what God tells you to do, the first thing is you're disobedient. You see, you're operating in the flesh. And then the other is focus on God's sure promises. What's the second one? Okay, good. So now everybody's on the same page as we go forward. Amen. So let's go to the next slide. Then as we talk about this, we'll start with the first one. We'll talk about the whole idea of follow the proper procedure. And the Lord has, a, whenever God has a plan, there's a way that the plan is, act, is, is uh, uh, activated. And so he says, here's the first one, Matthew 7, 7. We'll be going over these verses over and over again. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will open to you. It has been recorded in, in the word of God that Jesus established the only method for getting our prayers answered. If you try to get your prayers answered any other way, forget it. Um, I, I know there's some, uh, some believers, I don't know what's in our congregation, that look at horoscopes and everything else uh, and get up and no, you go to God. You take it to him. But matter of fact, he encouraged us to approach his throne, what? Boldly. Boy, in my sanctified imagination, when you talk about approaching his throne boldly and you got myriads of angels saying, holy, 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 holy. And then all of a sudden you are a child of God moving to the spiritual realm and goes before the very throne of God and his ear, he bends low to listen to what we have to say. Oh, don't you know how special you are? And while he's listening to you, the angels are still saying, holy, holy, holy. And God has listened to where you are and knows exactly what to do. And if he doesn't answer right then, trust his heart. Um, so um, if it has been recorded in God's word that Jesus established his own method of getting our prayers answered, consider this. 
if we follow these requirements, all of our prayers will be answered. Let's consider the when and then principle. Now, when I say all of our prayers being answered, um, he'll say yes, no. And when he says no, don't push it. He'll say wait. Oh, okay, one more. I have something better. And I, I know I, I, the reason when I think about, and I constantly roll over my mind, and I think about Brandon and all those who helped it when we were at UIC and getting all that equipment there. And I mean, boy, it was really something. I had to get up way before six in the morning to make sure that the van was uh, up and running the snow moved. So we moved that equipment in and out. Uh, that was yesterday. And for almost, I think almost 10 years on the campus, a lot of things were accomplished. And then when we were looking for facilities and when, when the one that we thought we would have and it was taken out of our hands and the Lord laid on my heart, I have something better. Better means that it's for us. It will, it will fit us. We'll be able to function with it and there'll be no regrets. And God has given us something so far, there have been no regrets. He has blessed us left and right. And I thank God for it. Amen. So consider the when and then. So the when is ask. The then is after that what the Father will do. The procedure is simple. Everything that we are observing first happens in the spiritual realm, which requires a proper approach and communication with the Father. We must know what to do by asking. We must take action by seeking. And we must be aggressive by knocking. You see that? We must know what to do by asking. We must take action by seeking. And then we must be aggressive by knocking. And you're going to see that these are three different situations where the Lord is saying, when you keep knocking, you are persistent. And I think that is so important that he wants us to do, okay? And so, um, but these are action verbs. These are not any passive verbs here. These are action verbs that he says, ask, okay? And I think that's so important. Let's move on. As we uh, look at, we must ask, we must ask, that's our little thing. Question, why should we ask? You know, there's always some resonated in, in some quiet spirit. Why should I ask? Here are several specific reasons for asking. One, it's God's command, not a request. Uh, so when God tells us to, uh, to ask, he's not uh, requesting or giving you an option. He's saying, ask. Whenever you, those of you who are parents, the the, uh, the thing that's more insult insulting is that uh, your child uh, will do something. He said, all you had to do was ask. Why didn't you ask? And it seems like all the children have the same answer. Look at this one. Mm -hmm. They always move those shoulders up and down. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, why didn't you ask? Why are you telling me something you didn't ask God first? Don't tell me anything you haven't asked God first. Work in the spiritual realm first. And here's the second. Because he is the audience of one, there's no other. The Lord says, besides me, there is no other. 
and you can go look at that Buddha if you want to and look at that just over here and go through this Shintoism over here and I go to the Baha'i uh, temple where they have over 3 million jobs and you can, uh, uh, gods and you look at all of those and none of them will give you an answer. Some of them may scare you, but they will not give you an answer. But when you go to God, he's the number one, the only one. Amen. It is exclusively, exclusively for believers, not sinners. Since when I pray, if a person does not know the Lord, he says, I pray to the Lord and I ask the Lord and I know the Lord answer my prayer. Just think with me for just one moment. Let's get the emotions out of the way. If the Lord tells us to ask, and we are believers in Christ, you mean to tell me he's going to answer the sinner's prayer, and they have not gone through the process? That we need to understand the process. God answers believers' prayers. Now, if he chooses to answer, that's, 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 his, that's, that's he's God. But for us, and I'm talking to believers, you had to ask. And he's not, and Jesus Christ is not talking primarily to unbelievers. He's talking to believers. He's talking to family. It's the only way to obtain favorable, sustainable, and satisfying results. Why should I ask? Because if you want something that is stable, you want something that's favorable and sustainable and with satisfying results, then ask God. And when God, when God blesses, uh, then nothing can be taken away from you. He ensures it. So keep knocking. Keep knocking. Let's go to our next slide. It reveals our level of spiritual maturity. Now we have we must ask. It reveals our level of spiritual maturity. It keeps us focused and trusting God. It is the only means to obtain clarity, peace, and productivity. It's the only secure way of keeping Satan from getting a foothold in our fellowship with, with Christ. You see that now? It reveals our level of spiritual maturity. When I ask God, I'm following his plan that's, that tells me you're mature enough to listen and respond. Ask God. The next one is, it keeps us focused and trusting God. Remember, thou shalt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. I don't care how bad the situation might be, God will never leave you. He might be silent, but that does not mean that he have left you. Because it's not God with us, Emmanuel, it's God in us because of Christ. And we in Christ, okay? It keeps us focused and trusting God. It's only means to obtain clarity and peace and productivity. When I ask God, I don't need to ask or inquire about to anyone else. I go to God first. Now he will send individuals in. And that's where you have a circle of uh, counselors. But the counselors will not be people who will talk outside of the will of God. They'll talk as family. 
they will encourage you, et cetera, et cetera. It's the only secure way of keeping Satan again from getting a foothold in our fellowship with Christ. Satan is looking for a way to shut us down. Let me tell you, saints, he'll do just that if he has the opportunity. Well, I think you got the idea. Then we go on. In the book of James, he made it very clear that our asking must be in compliance with these very essential items. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now, that was just before you were saying, if any man lack wisdom, let ask God. Okay. Uh, no, you're going through various temptations, that's what he's talking about. Um, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives what? Generously. Who gives what? Generously. That's what exceeding abundantly. Above. Whenever God answers our prayer, do you know that he does that? He always has a tendency to, ask, to give us more than we ask. So please don't go to the Lord with a small cup and fill my cup, Lord. No, 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 no. Uh, it, the, the biggest thing you can have because God is a generous God. Uh, and we have not seen the extent of his generosity. Wait till you get home. Wait till you get the glory. No, wait till we get the glory. We, I mean, you're talking about generosity. Okay. And so, um, so who gives generosity to all without reproach and it will be given him. Now, when he says all, he's talking about all who's in the family of God. Not man. This is not written to unbelievers. This is written to believers to say, make sure you have this, have this in your uh, survival kit, just in case in your lowest moment, and you feel that you're all alone. Start knocking. Go into your quiet place and start knocking. Amen. Let's go to the next slide, please. Uh, see. Notice that James used the word wisdom instead of knowledge or understanding. Wisdom is designed to give proper insight, approach, and results that pleases, that pleases God. Uh, but when you talk about um, the whole idea of wisdom, you find you look at Proverbs, they are, these are three we went over in our marriage class and everything else. When we talk about wisdom, is wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And the thing is that uh, a lot of folks have knowledge and understanding, but lack wisdom. And the first thing you want to ask for is wisdom when it comes down to any given situation. Lord, give me wisdom concerning this. That way you'll know how to do it, when to do it, where to do it. I mean, the whole process. But Lord, so ask God for wisdom. You could have great opportunities but when you lack wisdom so that's why i please 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 don't play the lottery okay don't don't try to get something that you can't handle uh, that's a whole new, new thing uh, but the, the whole idea is this is that when the lord bless you with something the first thing you do is look at the blessing and then like Solomon say, Lord, 
I don't know how to go in and out. And I'm, I, I need some wisdom here. And guess what? He'll give it to you. Well, that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. See, see, for the one who doubts like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind, says, for that person must not, uh, must not suppose, he just shouldn't even assume that he will receive anything from the Lord. Embrace the growth process. If there's a lack of wisdom, ask. Ask in faith. This is a little brief breakout. No doubting is permitted. In God's family, doubting is not permitted. Don't doubt God. You know the type of people that doubt God? You can't doubt something you don't know. Which means what? You know God's word. You know about God. You've been singing the songs of God and all these other things. And then when God tells you to do something, you doubt whether you should do it. And God said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you understand something? You're in a family. You know how great I am. Then why are you doubting? Don't doubt. Uh, doubting really is sin. Okay, he said, "Well, wait a minute, but but didn't uh, didn't Mary uh, doubt? No, she did. She did. She heard the whole scenario, but she didn't understand the full process. But once she understood the full process, she didn't put a doubt to that. See, uh, so I think it's so important that we keep that in mind. Don't doubt. Let's go forward." James revealed the dark side of individuals asking. There's always a dark side. What causes, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this that your passions are at war within? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so that you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not what? Ask. The reason you don't have it, because you didn't ask for it. And you ask and, and do not receive, here's the second reason, because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. The Lord says, I'm not going to do it. I'm silent. I will not answer. That's the dark side of asking. One, don't doubt. The other is trying to put it all in on their own passion and not change their walk with God. Be careful. Next slide. We must be seekers. When we are seeking, there are several things that are revealed about us. We take God seriously, so keep seeking. That was the second thing. Remember, first we ask, then we seek. Says we must be seekers. So the first thing is we must take God seriously. When we seek, if God tells us to seek, then look for it. We establish a high priority on getting the right answer. Keep seeking. We realize that we are limited in achieving results on our own. Uh, on our own, keep seeking. 
see. Avoid rationale. Keep seeking. We acknowledge the fact that we must position ourselves to receive and apply God's answer to our requests. Keep seeking. I keep saying this over to you. It's important that we uh, do that, is that we keep seeking the Lord. So you ask and then you seek. And when you're seeking for an answer, when you're seeking for what to do, the Lord says, keep seeking, keep seeking. If he's telling you to keep seeking, then he's also telling you, don't give up. There are some where the answer is right there the next day or the next hour. And had you only was there seeking, you would have found the answer. Keep seeking. Are there some things that you that is puzzling you and you don't have the answer to it? Keep seeking. Keep seeking. Uh, let's go to the next slide. We must be seekers. We are ready to do whatever is necessary to fulfill our responsibility and commitment to the process. Don't seek something that you're not going to commit to. There's some folks who seek because they're nosy. But if, when you seek, you are to seek with commitment. We will, not, uh, we will not permit ourselves to question or doubt God's faithfulness and wise course of action. So why are you seeking? Because I refuse to uh, doubt God's faithfulness. We sing songs, great is thy faithfulness, and then we don't seek him. What a slap in the face. Then we will commit ourselves to patiently wait on the Lord as we keep seeking. Remember, I think it was Isaiah that they, they that wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. The psalmist said, I faint unless I fail to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the, of the living. Wait on the Lord. Again, I say, wait on the Lord. You know what? We need to wait and keep seeking. Keep seeking. Now, some of you say, well, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Well, listen, maybe the storm hasn't hit yet. Or maybe you're already going through something. And maybe you need to just sit down right now and readjust your schedule so it aligns with God's will. Not with what God, Don Racker said, with God's will. Proverbs uh, 2, 1 through 5 says this, my son, if you see my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, see those words? Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then, when we're talking about the when and then, you do all of these things, put all of these verbs together, it says, now when you do all of these, then. Okay. Don't follow the instructions. I find that a lot of times when you, you uh, when I receive packages and what have you, and they always have instructions in there. A lot of times reasons take more time because I think I know how to fix it. 
And so I had to smack my powerful self and say, now look at the instructions. And guess what? When I look at the instructions, I'm able to finish faster. I don't have to go back and really try to redo anything. Just follow instructions. Maybe I'm just talking to Don Mack, so I, forgive me. I had my moment of, uh, you know. But it's, it's, that, it's that den situation. It's, it's the when, and then it's, it's the then. That's when there is progress. That's when you get the answer. That's when you are strengthened and you have a testimony. It's the then process. Amen? Okay. Let's go further. Why should we keep seeking? I'm glad you asked. So here are the points. Because we are privileged to be able to boldly approach the throne of God. Keep seeking because the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man has a tremendous impact. Keep seeking because it honors God. Keep seeking because it is a clear display of our trust. Why am I seeking? If because I have access to the throne of God and he knows our heart. Matter of fact, he knows our thoughts are far out. And when we come to him, we're following his plan. And guess what? There's a lot of things that he wants to give us, but we, we're hard-headed and we're not doing what he tells us to do. We must be committed to keep diligently knocking. The door will not open without the initiation of the serious knock. And so we need to go to that. Let's go to our next slide then. In our next slide, says question, what if I refuse to um, uh, knock? Well, that's a good question. I always say my children would say, and what is that? And I, I, don't, I never get angry. Uh, I just say, that is a good question. No. Okay, so let me give you a good question if you don't knock. No more. It will reveal and confirm the fact that you were not serious. It will reveal that your level of spiritual maturity needs a serious adjustment. It will be quite evident that your faith Focus and trust are weak. You're not knocking. It's not because of the hardness and callousness of God. It's because of your distant heart. Well, that rhymes. Do I need to write that down? It's important that we as believers knock. Why? Because God is expecting it. He's expecting us to ask. He's expecting us to seek. And he's expecting us to knock. God's waiting for you in your situation. It may, may, be, a, uh, may be a painful situation. It may be a relational situation. It may be a financial situation. I don't care what it is. God says, whatever you have, I know about it. Matter of fact, I knew about it before you were even born, before you were even saved. I already have an answer for it. So, but here's what you have to do. Here's protocol. Ask, seek, and knock. Did I use two bigger words here? I'm not trying to put you down, but see, one of the things in, in counseling that I asked them, and you know what? They, I can put it, 
they never get to the, the point of doing one of those three. Um, one member came to me to tell me uh, some unique things about myself. And, um, and they came to the house and I, I listened. I guess the person talked for about 30 minutes. I didn't interrupt, I listened. And then after he finished saying what he had to say and then how he personally felt and everything else about the subject, I asked him what, one question. Did you ask me personally about this whole thing? And he looked at me and said, no, I didn't. So all of the judgments and all the things that you're saying, and you didn't ask me about any of this? We're very close now. Now, praise the Lord for this person. I appreciate the fact that um, they came and confronted me. It wasn't any screaming or hollering. It was respect of believers in one room. And when I find that a person has failed to ask, that is a spiritual flaw. What caused spiritual flaw? Number one, pride. Ask. Well, why don't you ask? Because they should have known. I think about believers, even in our congregation at times, are going through stuff and will not ask. You know, the only answer you get is no. I mean, that's the bottom line. But ask. Ask. If you got those three, you're well on your way to being effective. And the Lord gives you more things and permit more things enable you to grow. There's some things, there's some hard things he's going to take you through. You don't understand and it's frustrating and everything else. That's okay. The Lord didn't tell us don't be frustrated. There are times you'll be disappointed. He didn't tell us we won't be disappointed. You'll be alone. That's okay. But in that situation where you're going through all of this, use the three. Ask, seek, and knock. It will minister to your soul. Stabilize your thinking. Keep you focused. I trust that all of us will do the same. Amen. Well, we're almost done here. So thank you for your patience. Let's go to the other, the focus on God's sure promise. So as we look at focusing on God's sure promise, uh, Matthew 7, 8. Oh, that was on verse uh, 7, but now we go to 7, 8. Uh, I promise you we'll be out before fire. For everyone who asks, receive, and the one who seeks, finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. No, wait a minute, one more time. For everyone, this is God saying, the Lord saying, everyone who asks, you're going to get it. Anyone who seeks, finds. See the positive there? He didn't say you might, you could be, you should be. No, you'll find it. The one who knocks, not might, it should, it could, it will be open. How, how much, I don't care what translation you have, it's going to say the same thing. 
amplified uh, uh, King James, on and on. It's going to say the same thing. Ask, seek, knock. Then let's see what the promise is. Let's go to the, the next slide. We're almost done. The promise, okay? Here's the plan. Keep asking until you receive the answer. When you ask God, don't put a time limit on how long, you know. Don't put God on your clock. If you're asking God, then wait on the Lord. Uh, this lady called and, uh, on, on the phone and she was uh, this past week and she was um, you know, sharing with her this whole idea of, um, of the youth center and how to get together and all that other thing. She wanted to know how the youth ministry, well, we, we, we talked in dialogue and she was saying, you know, um, I'm expecting to have this large building and we have this, uh, we have the senator, we have this and this and this, this, and this is what I'm gonna do. And uh, I said, oh, and um, what if you don't see it? So I'm asking so I can see it. <laughs> you understand. There's a lot of things that God promises individuals that you won't see in your lifetime, but you pay it forward by asking. As you lay the ground, God promised Abraham. Did Abraham see the full thing? Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. God doesn't give you the full picture and let you see the fruition of it. You just do what you need to do. Keep asking until you find the best that God has in store for you. How do I know when it's the best that God has in store for us? When we saw this church, that we were second in line, the other person was going to buy it. And, and uh, Randy and Rebecca would come, came down this street and they noticed the church up for sale, et cetera, et cetera. And um, we followed the process with, with the, uh, the group, the, the search group. Um, and we just praise the Lord for, for Kim and um, uh, our realtor. Anyway, we were able to, to get the place because here's something that happened. The first person, we prayed about it. We thank God for it. Folks were getting tired of UIC um, and, uh, and they were getting tired of the uh, of hope, of the hope church, is it? Um, and they were new hope. Uh, and they were and they're just saying, when? And on an ordinary day, she called, said, dad, there's a church that's for sale. And it just so happened that the church, the Salvation Army that, uh, that you was, they were talking about is a Salvation Army that some of the folks I knew personally that was involved that can talk to the higher levels there. It just so happened that they were there. And God was opening the doors there and there. How do I know it was for us? Because the other deal fell apart. And the ones that wanted those in competition to us, they had to borrow their money. But because we waited on God, we ask, we sought, we knock, and some of you are sitting right here, and some of you are on Zoom, you're right there on Zoom, because all of this has taken place, praise the Lord. So keep asking until you receive the answer, keep seeking until you find the best that God has in store for you, keep knocking for the entry and the door 
property for greater things will be open. When God opens the door, it's almost like it's almost like the sky is the limit. When God closed the door, he's telling you to forget it. But when he opens the door, he has everyone in place that will help you along the way. I thank God for that. So keep knocking. These verses makes it very clear that if we make take the initiative, he has promised that there will be a favorable and satisfying outcome. All, all of us on the same page? If we follow what it says right here, then you're going to get answers that you've been in questioning and doubt about. You will get answers, but God will not be operating on your clock. He'll do it when it's best for him, for his glory. He'll do it for the best for you, for your maturity growth. And it'll be good for you when it comes down to all the things that need to take place. So he knows how to pace, pace us. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. One last thing. Not asking or including God in our plans is a serious and dangerous decision that was not mentioned in these verses. It is a course of action that is driven by the flesh, encouraged by Satan, and approved by this world system. Whenever you decide not to ask, Satan says, thank you very much. You need to ask him, ask me, go to this horoscope, go to this person, go to that wise person. That's right. Don't ask God, ask me. Whenever you do this, it's a slap in the face to the person who loves you more than anyone you can think of. As followers of Christ, we're better than this. So let us keep asking. Let us keep searching. And let us keep knocking. And you'll be surprised. You know, you have a testimony when you get on the other side of it. Amen. Well, with that said, then let's bow in a word of prayer. Father God, as we bow this morning, we thank you for our time together. We thank you that your word is very clear, very precise. All we have to do is read it, understand it, and apply it, and trust you for the results. So help us, Lord, to keep asking, because you are a generous God. Keep seeking, because you already have the answer. Keep knocking, because you're going to make it possible. I pray, Lord, that each one of us, for this week, starting today, we reorganize how we function and that the negativity is pulled out of us so that we won't affect or infect the rest of the family without negativism. Help us, Lord, to stay focused. And there might be individuals who do not know you, Lord. They have to ask. That's the first thing they have to do, ask. They have to realize that they are not safe that they are outside of the family of God, that they are under, uh, they are sinners, they can't save themselves. There's a judgment that's coming. And that Lord, the only way to escape it is to accept the fact, number one, and receive the fact that Jesus Christ died for their sins. He paid the cross uh, uh, on the cross through his blood, his sacrifice, 
and to admit it and ask you, Lord, will you receive me into your family? For I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. Lord, I pray if there's anyone on the sound of my voice who will hear this voice somewhere along the line, they'll make that decision. For as believers, as we stand together, help us, Lord, to stand together with the proper approach to how we approach God, the proper concept that we keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. 